can we get can we get your ping numbers? Yeah. Jesse, I'm going to run a yeah, run one of those uh internet I'm running uh, a speed, speed test. Tests. Yeah. Okay, let's see how many. <laughs> That's going to drop out his video call probably. Yeah, his video call is absolutely wiped out. Fast.com is the best one, by the way. Do you remember? Do you guys remember when like people would say that you were playing like Call of Duty on a a toaster for a modem? Uh, I'm at point one five. Point point one five. Yeah, <laughs> megabits per second. That's what? what it says. Point one five. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why it's so bad. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> Guys, the Grammys just happened. Can you believe it? All the stars in one place on on one night on the silver screen celebrate uh the the music we we all love and adore. Hosted by the funniest man alive. I I did not watch it. I don't even remember who hosted it. Trevor Noah. Who oh, who is man. decidedly not the funniest man alive? Oh yeah, you have like an, an anti Trevor Noah thing. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm like gonna call him the funniest man alive, but that's yeah. Okay, well, good. I don't even have to because you know who did Pitchfork. Pitchfork. See again, like I was not gonna watch the Grammys, and Pitchfork was not gonna draw me in. <laughs> it's like I really want to see Pitchfork whining about how, uh, like. They didn't. They didn't put Japanese breakfast in the <laughs> in the best album list. It's funny they they didn't even whine about that. They're they're, I I mostly disagreed with, pretty much their their complaints. Like they whined about Ooh. like the Silk Sonic performance, and I mean it's gimmicky, but like I <laughs> I don't know. I I ate it up, and I mean I, I think I it was a little premature to put that album, the Silk Sonic album on my top 10 list last year, but there, I don't know. There wasn't anything that really kind of filled that spot for me. And it's still, I think a really satisfying album. Yeah, I think that's fair. And and usually I feel like with like the best album or whatever, if I at least partially enjoy it, I'm like, Hey, that that's a huge win yeah. in my book. But uh, Pitchfork did not like, Silk Sonic. They did not like Jay Balvin's performance or Nas's performance. But the best part was they just just dumped on Trevor Noah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> part of me, let's see, it says it's impressive in a sad way. Part of me wants to shake the hands of everyone who got paid to come up with his one-liners because those writers are the greatest scammers since TJX6. I don't know who that is, but I assume... It's a scammer, <laughs> but uh, it's like clearly like they're they're up with, hip with the times with all their references and yep. I feel like they are just gonna whine, you know, like they got nothing else going on. Yeah, they're just there to whine. Which, to be fair, if I was watching the Grammys, that's all I'd be doing. Yeah, and I mean, all things considered, at least like I thought all the music performances were were fine and like a good mix of you know what's like popular right now and that what's popular is is interesting uh and at least macklemore didn't win the best hip-hop <laughs> album over uh, kendrick lamar so <laughs> we gotta count that as a victory any year they don't do something like that silly 
they they basically like didn't slip on a banana peel. So we got to give them credit for that. Yeah. The the turning point for me was when I realized that the Grammys aren't a good way to see like what is the best music. It's not an award of the best music. It's an industry award, which is what is the music that was made that is the best for the music industry? Right. <laughs> which, Who's making me some money? Which is a very different thing. And sometimes there's overlap, and that's interesting. Sometimes there's just huge whiffs. So. Hey. Oh, Jesse's back. He went and reset his router. Jesse, what was, what's your take on the Grammys? Go. Uh, I'm tired of hearing about the Grammys, and like I think it's time for a Grampies. Um, Gramps, a, a Grampsies. Okay. Uh, best grandpas? No, it's the same idea, just best albums, but it's decided entirely by grandpas. Okay. So who do you think the Gramp would have taken the Grampsies this year? Um, would it be Frank Sinatra for like the 50th year in a yeah, row? Yeah, it's just his greatest hits album. <laughs> <laughs> Fly Me to the Moon, Song of the Year. <laughs> it, it, there, I don't know if you guys remember, there seemed to have been like, one particular uh, label that had been making greatest hits albums that had a particular design that they would just reproduce for every greatest hits album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a silver front. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like it, in in the two thousands, and every classic hits hard artist had one of those. Well, that that would be the Grampsies every year. Would would be <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles' greatest hits. It was. It would be like the Beatles' greatest hits, but before they did the acid. Um. <laughs> I I think they got kind of weird after 1965. Hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of a year. You can follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper. And on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band. What's up, boys? I liked, I liked the energy of that. That's, um, this is our 21st trip around the block. We're not messing around. Energy. There's as many centuries since the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as uh, we have episodes. And that's kind of momentous. I mean, some people have said our episodes feel like they last a century, so Got makes sense. Man, <laughs> just roasted. Yeah, we should just do a, a self-roast tonight. Let's just light, it, light it up, boys. I, I, I would love to talk about all the things I hate about this podcast. I hate Jared's parts. Jesse's parts. Ooh. I hate Jack's parts. Ooh. I, for one, think this podcast is bussin'. What makes a podcast bussin', Jesse? Um, well, you can explain it. For, for one thing, we let everyone sit wherever they want. That's um, pretty nice. <laughs> Accurate. Okay. And uh, also, it's uh, free um, for everyone. Uh, we provide... We provide affordable, uh, accessible podcasting at a time when, you know, that's important to a lot of families in the country. So That's true. I mean, you know, let's be honest here. The, 
Joe Biden's not going to be providing any of uh, uh, the podcast that we desperately need. No, now with the oil uh, prices this high. Right. When bar- price per barrel is so high, you know, Brandon, as I like to call him, he's he's not going to be delivering the podcasts for under, you know, $5 a month on Patreon. But over here, we're keeping it free. We're providing it to the people. Uh, that's That's a good time to... Uh, mention our first sponsor, uh, Bang Energy Drink. Uh, this is that's the Bang Bussin uh, podcast. Bus. Um. <laughs> yeah, I have to uh, communicate with Jake through snail mail. Um, I just had to send him a package all the way across the country. It cost me ten whole dollars. Is it my sock? And. It's in a very important part of our. Uh, <laughs> it's a very important part of our live show costume, and I needed to make sure that he had it. So he could did. You actually mail me a sock. Yes. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet. Where is it? You didn't pay for expedited. No. <laughs> I asked them to do it as slowly as possible, and they were like, <laughs> "That'll cost." A, they were like, "That'll cost a dollar extra," and I was like, "That's fine by yeah. me." <laughs> I'll slip you a five if you can guarantee this gets lost for a while in Boise. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then I, Oc- I also, uh, I want to let you guys know that I also sent you both some snail mail. Um, and unlike, unlike yours, Jared, uh, these are just packets full of, full of live snails. But what's interesting okay. is that I, uh, I'm using carrier pigeons for it. Because um, the USPS wouldn't wouldn't take them because the packages were too wet and slimy, right. uh, and so uh, they should get there unless the pigeons ate all the snails, which is also I possible mean, you, because you basically packed them a lunchbox. Yeah, You're like all right, pigeons, off to the west coast with you. Yeah, Here's a snack. I saw um, I won free tickets to see Florence and the Machine, and I was actually really excited. I mean, Florence and the Machine's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was excited because St. Vincent was opening, um, or it was kind of like a dual headliner situation. Sure. And I hadn't gotten a chance to see St. Vincent yet. And it was so sad because there is this like. I mean, the seat, the free seats we got were pretty bad, way up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> but there was this like older guy, with, and he was there with his like daughter, and they, he was just, just, just dishing it out on St. Vincent's set. He was like, This is so bad. Why is she here? And I was very frustrated because I thought it was a good set. It was fine. <laughs> it was at least fine. I really wish I could have seen St. Vincent during her like Strange Mercy. Yeah, I feel like album tour. That would have been the time to see it. Yeah, Mass Education, kind of, uh, or was it Miss Education? I don't even remember. Yeah, don't Wasn't know. it Mass Seduction? Yeah, that was. It. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Whoops! Cool. It's almost like we're supposed to be a nailed it. Music podcast. I can't. What, like I'm supposed stuff. to know all the the music that comes out all the time? Come on. But uh, I was You're I was real. I was I was okay on the album, but the more so like that tour, she just kind of evolved a lot as like a touring performer. And yeah, she she feels like she became like a not quite like Jack White tier. 
Yeah. But she's like touring like big, opening for big, big artists and doing yeah. fairly big shows on her own. You know who else is a big artist? <laughs> oh, wow. Look at you go. Okay. Who's a big artist, Jared? <clears throat> well, maybe the biggest, Mr. Ed Sheeran himself. Wow. And why why did you want to talk about Ed Sheeran today? Oh, I'm Jared? glad you I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, so did you guys hear about Ed Sheeran winning his lawsuit that was filed against him for copyrights or song copying or whatever uh essentially this guy named hold on you didn't let me say if i uh if i had heard about it i do Uh, that yes yeah i totally did because you told me about it (laughs) before we started recording so i've kind of heard about this before uh but please for our uneducated audience for the 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 swine out there just uh Feeding on our hog feed content, slurping it what up. That? <laughs> Just, it... That's beautiful. That also okay. Another tangent. Uh, <laughs> I haven't I haven't name dropped KEXP in a while, but uh, yeah, it's probably been like a week. Yeah, they. Uh, so you know they're so big and cool. They get all of the hip indie artists to record little like sound bites for them. You know, like that right. exact thing. And uh, they played one for Phoebe Bridgers just the other day, and it definitely like peaked really like hard, like it was like, really distorted. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Phoebe, could you give us another take of that?" And she's already out the door. Yeah, she's like, like no, "No, no, I'm on to my next thing." Yeah, so that totally tangent, tangent. Okay, here's the the uh, thirty second deal. So Ed Ed Sheeran <laughs> got sued for his song "Shape of You" um, by this. Uh, much, much smaller artist, Sammy Switch. His album came out like a couple months before Ed Sheeran's. Uh, at this time, the he only had like a couple thousand listens on the other tracks on the album. The track in question had quite a few view- listens, but probably because people were listening to it like I did just to hear right. <laughs> why to do a little he was suing Ed Sheeran. So he has a song called Oh Why, and it has like a chorus line, like the whole chorus, he's just like doing this ascending scale riff, like saying, oh, why? And it goes like, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? So yeah, so he sh- he sued Ed Sheeran for the part of Shape of You that goes like, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, and lost. So <laughs> womp, 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 womp. Uh, it's an interesting case though, because I mean, yeah, they are pretty much the same scale, maybe different keys and different tempos. But uh, it's, I think, I mean, it's one of those cases where Shape of You has so much more going on. That's such a small part of that song. It doesn't really define it. It's literally like one of those cases where it's just a scale that a toddler just kind of inherently knows. <laughs> like you know? cross like, buns. Yeah. yeah, you can't like copyright that. And then the fact that it like OY sounds a lot like OI. So yeah. it it's, it, I mean, all of these cases are, are hopefully important because it sets some kind of legal precedent. And that was what Ed Sheeran was saying that, hey, this is great for music in general because like artists shouldn't be afraid of, you know, being able to put out music, but then getting sued for like trivial matters. However, <laughs> from Ed Sheeran's perspective, that's kind of a weird thing to say because I mean, you know. <laughs> Oh no, Ed Sheeran had to spend like a day in court and like pay a lawyer some money 
but you know, his song had 3 billion listens. So <laughs> it's just gonna, it, I don't think he's really like defending anyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, finally Ed Sheeran came out on top this time. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, yeah, a, a, it does feel like a lot of these are just, you know, some some little chord progression or some melody line sounds like close enough from some, you know, out of nowhere source. And what is like intentional ripping off of another band and stealing their content versus what is just accidentally doing something in a different style from somebody that you, you know, maybe you've never heard of? Well, if we're ever fortunate enough to get sued by a band for ripping them off, that <laughs> honestly, fine by that. Might that means fun. we made it <laughs> to yeah, at we'll, least a certain point. We'll get our five minutes of fame when uh, <laughs> Drug Church comes for us. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think I think hopefully it's clear that you know we're doing this in the spirit of these are the the music that means so much to us, like all the things that we're influenced by. Uh and when I sit down, like to like record, it's just like the, the thing that wants to come out of my fingers, you know, and my mind. Uh, but then filtered through that, like, oh yeah, I really liked, you know, uh, a certain like aspect, you know, or something of uh, this this inspiration and right, a and, sound or a technique or a style or something. Yeah, and. I I I've de- I think I, we've described it several times as like well, this is my really bad take at doing what they did, <laughs> which and that's like just the natural like I feel like evolution of music is like yeah I mean I kind of saw what they did it was impactful for me when I tried to do it it came out completely different and but that makes it unique and new and it's the new mutation and evolution of uh hopefully you know that that genre or that specific sound and i think that is what we're trying to do so what do you think jesse he's like oh jerry's getting on one of his soapboxes i'm just gonna sit back here (laughs) (laughs) you guys ever watch uh like old cartoons and uh, i'm not gonna be the point one the first one to point this out but you know the old cartoons where all the adults are anonymized um, you never see them, you know, much right. above. Wah, 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 yeah, wah, they talk exactly like that. Uh, and I don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it happens in real life. It happens to the best of us, where everyone becomes a uh, peanuts parent. <laughs> what I, I wasn't paying attention to what you just said. <laughs> what? Yeah, that. <laughs> Not not Yeah, Jesse's definitely the Snoopy of our Peanuts gang. Let's do this. Let's do this uh, analogy. So okay, you oh I, you're gonna you're gonna keep going. You're I feel like Jake's Charlie Brown. He's the, yeah. He's the protagonist. He's you know depressed. He's a moron. Just completely fails at everything he total, tries to do. Total dingus. But somehow this whole story is about him. Right, he's, he's perfect. But like, let's not mistake uh, protagonist for uh, an infallible or uh, <laughs> or a good person or or, 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 or cer- certainly not uncomplicated. Um, yeah, you know, I'm thinking more of like he's a protagonist. Like, I don't know, mm. Walt, Walter White. Um, okay, Ted Bu- me sound- Ted Bundy. 
Uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Ted, Roosevelt, Ted Roosevelt. Okay, um, yeah. These are all very flattering comparisons for me. Teddy so Bear. Uh, I, I don't know, Jared. Can you think of any other? How many other Teds you got? What's the What's the Cheers actor in Good Place? Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. Ted Danson. Ted oh, Danson. I would love a Ted. I would love a Ted Danson comparison. That's <laughs> That's high praise right there. Hey, talk about man, a man that just aged like fine wine. Ooh. Jared, are you Lucy or Linus? Lu- Lucy. Because I'm the antagonist. I think that's clear. I just yeah. exist to just piss on everything that you do, Jake. Thank you. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Jared, I've seen, I've seen you on uh, a bunch of stickers on Pickup. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Have you seen the bumper stickers where Calvin is kneeling at the cross? And yeah. praying <laughs> instead of being on things. And I, I I like to think they're either saying one of two things. One, that he gave up his peeing on things ways and uh asked for forgiveness. Or he's on more of like a a righteous quest. It's like a holy war, like a crusade that he's taking on Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's yeah, the second one. We need a name for this. It's when Jesse and I get in like a feedback loop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like a sunk cost of like, we already know we're erasing all of this, so we can just keep going. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't decide what gets erased, though. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what, <laughs> what stays there. You ever think a dog that barks <laughs> at its own reflection realizes that it's barking at its own reflection and continues to do it anyway? Yeah. For fun. Anyways, that's how I feel when. Jared and I. <laughs> hey guys, have you have you heard of the band Pup? Yes. You you have heard of the band Pup? Uh, we talked about them a few weeks ago, but their new album, The Unraveling of Pup the Band, just came out this past week. And I've been looking forward to this uh, album for a long time. I listened to some of the singles, really liked it. I pre-ordered it although it has not arrived yet uh the physical media is not here but uh i really 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 loved this new album from them why do you love it jake wow i i really think they continued a lot of what makes them so adored and lovable in the first place in that they they just kind of go hard and they make fun choices in all their songs and they they have fun riffs and they have they have extremely cool courses and uh they do breakdowns times and uh, it, i thought they just brought the pup energy on this album and uh just kept going and going for it it was a really cool fun listen it was really cool and really fun you heard it here <laughs> folks <laughs> i love music music is cool <laughs> and good sometimes yeah. it's even fun i think i think we talked about pup the band yeah, like two uh weeks ago. Yeah, because it was a Riffspiration, I believe. That's true. Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember the first time I heard them in passing, I kind of auto-classified them along the lines of, like, Fiddler or, um, I don't know, just, I guess, Fiddler. <laughs> Fiddler. You're like, I'm going to file them in the Fiddler folder. They're in all caps as well. Move yeah. on. Kind of like that, like somewhat like millennial, like I don't care anymore, like yeah. slacker punk. Sure. Yeah. And uh, 
I definitely think that was a misclassification on my part. And this album like really blew me away. Yeah. I mean, some standout tracks like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't write this down. Every time I want to talk about something and I don't write it down. I love that song too. Yeah. It's something about the robot and then something about the guitar. Robot writes a love song and Matilda. Perhaps? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, you, no, just say them right now and I'll cut them in. <laughs> Robot writes a love song and Matilda. Perfect. Yeah, it'll it'll all fit together for me. All right. Yeah, yeah. Though I mean, the personally, like those are the highlights of the album. Wordplay, guitar lines, great tones, energy, uh, dance, jump up and down. That's my word collage for how I would describe the album. Do you think you have room for fun and good in there? <laughs> Could you fit them in? <sighs> Only in like the smallest like case, like, <laughs> like font. Kind of filling the little the little empty spaces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, everyone should check it out because it's it's good stuff. I give it like we should start giving this stuff like a number. We should oh give, no, that'll give a review. Well, no, we should just say nice things and move on. I don't want to give it a number. I think we should each give it a number, but it should be without scale. Okay. What are you giving it, Jesse? <laughs> Ten. Fantastic. That that's that's wonderful. Uh, I right. I wouldn't say that necessarily, but <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say wonderful. It's that's out of you know. No, don't tell us. That would that would contextualize it way too much. Yeah. I feel. I also feel like it would misrepresent my score if I were to try to give you a sense of what the scale is. Did you listen to it though, Jesse? Uh, I did. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Uh, to be honest, I ripped through it uh, relatively quickly, um, and it, it didn't catch me the same way that uh, the the previous album did. At least not as not as quickly. But yeah, um, given how much I love morbid stuff, uh, I'm I'm sure that. This is this is worth more than one spend through. Yeah, that that's absolutely how I you know, it doesn't open as strong as like uh this if this tour doesn't kill you then I will. It doesn't quite hook you like morbid stuff, you know, did right off the bat. But I I think there's a lot of really cool tracks that as I've listened to it a few times in a row, you know, I, I think as an album it, it's still very cohesive and it, it's still got a lot of really, really high points. So I'm gonna give it a fourteen. Ooh, I'm just a little higher on it than you, Jake. I'm giving it a 16 for the 16th letter of the alphabet. Is that P? Yes. Wow. <laughs> did you look that up or did you know that off the top of your head? I counted it on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't hear you muttering that into the microphone. Um, I rocked out to some witch today. Um, which is like kind of a side project of Jay Massis, 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 Massis. You're always right on the first try. Um, <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he gets back to playing the drums. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like just a like really fun groovy stoner rock band. Uh, found some like just really kind of fun i don't know like standout moments on uh i mean they only have two albums and like there's just some really really great like moments whenever i like listen through it today um 
yeah, I had the chance to see them. And unfortunately, I had tickets to another concert that night and did not enjoy the concert I ended up going to. And I really regret <laughs> probably a once in a lifetime chan- chance to see Witch. So that's how it goes. That's okay. I, I love Witch. I know Jesse introduced me to like Sleep, uh, which is like the ultimate stoner metal band. But I think Witch stands on its own as not just a Jay Mass's side project, but as a, a great metal band. This is actually new to me, so I'm I'm very excited to, to check. Oh, it. really? You've never heard of Witch? Uh, this is okay. yeah. This is checking uh, a lot of boxes. Yeah. So uh, I, I added two things uh, to the play our playlist. One is a song uh, "Funeral Sound" by Vein FM, uh, whom I saw at a, a packed house last week. Um, you know tried to pretend I was 10 years younger than I actually was and moshed a little bit. <laughs> uh, I was kind of scared of a kid who looked like he had come straight from high school football practice. <laughs> in my defense, his number was in the 50s, which indicates he was probably a, a linebacker, defensive lineman. <laughs> um, just to give you... Yeah, a, a, big, a big boy. Yeah, just to give you a sense of the, the build of this guy, he definitely had uh, leverage. Um, yeah, he could have trucked you. Pretty easily. Well, I don't know about pretty easily, and I also don't know about <laughs> trucked, but I mean, I was definitely worried for other people. I don't think we talked about the Vane album when it came out a few weeks ago, but uh, I've heard it affectionately described as just like basically like a Slipknot album or like a new metal album, and it's so good. One of the funnier recent acceptances of like pop or pop rock music um, is everyone realizes that every band, every band of white dudes from Florida that had a guy um, with a turntable yeah. was, they were absolutely right to do that. That was the future of music. <laughs> we just, we, we like stalled them for like we're 20 ready. years and it's finally we, coming back. We couldn't back. accept it. Um, big Pants are coming back. Yeah, Big Pants you know, are coming Jesse, back. You love Big Pants. I love Big Pants. They leave your room. They make you feel better than small pants, which get too tight, and then no one likes that feeling. Uh, but yeah, the other album I was listening to was an old Smashing Pumpkins uh, album called Adore, uh, which is production-heavy from Smashing Pumpkins and, and Billy Corgan. Uh and so it's fun to listen to something that sounds like relatively singular uh, and wasn't imitated, you know, a dozen times over, uh, you know, with the, with the genre like post grunge. Um, so it's fun to revisit something like that and I think be able to appreciate that for what it is. Uh, some of the quirkier uh, attempts of, of 20 years ago that, you know, didn't. Don't age as badly as um, you might have thought. Yeah, Adore was their follow-up to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> I remember, yeah, I also gave that album like kind of a critical listen a while back because I saw like an article that was like, it's worth a re-listen. Um, it is really interesting because they were doing something a little different and uh, yeah, there's some moments on that. It, it's definitely really bloated that's like the saddest thing (laughs) oh boy all right right. so we got some got some riffs we got riffs i think we 
you know, we set a high bar for this month. We came back. We were like, hey, let's uh, let's make a three for three week, uh, three for three month. I mean, and uh, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's too <laughs> it was hard. A lot of unnecessary pressure. Come on. Uh, I kind of, I think I, yeah, yeah, but I had a good time. Like, I felt like we both made some really good tracks and. Oh, is that what you think? That's not what it sounded like. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about, Jake? <laughs> I, I, I think there's definitely a chance that we look back at this month and we're like, there's more than one thing that we both want to like work on. From I, I think so as well. So, but it's not for us to decide, except it is because we have two thirds of the vote right now. Yes, that is but, true. Uh, we can override Jesse, no problem. Jesse gets a say, and that's, that's how my democracy is, works. My vote he's, is worth three. He's, he's our swing voter. He literally didn't listen to anything, and he's just coming off the street uninformed yeah ready to, ready to vote for the first thing on the ballot jesse lives in ohio so his work vote is worth three times as much as ours for sure jared I'm, like, I'm gonna let you go first this week you're this month whatever does that mean i should have my songs like ready to play that means right, they should right be now they should be playing right now otherwise you're fired <laughs> Ooh, well about that oh okay <laughs> all right here we go
feel like the visualization was on point. On that yeah, one. that was a good visualization for that one for sure. <laughs> All right. Did I achieve it? Did I achieve the three for three month? I think I had a great month. I will say, like, the first one to me feels the most like you're trying to copy someone, you know? Uh, I remember it was American football, and it sounds like you're trying to do an American football song. And I think overall it sounds pretty good. But I think there's a little more of your own kind of flair to the second and third riffs. I don't know. Jesse, what do you, what do you think? I, I thought the second uh, song reminded me of There She Goes by Sixpence None the Richer. <laughs> um, in fact, like I, I think like the lyrics could be sung over, over the, the song you wrote, um, which I absolutely loved. Uh, <laughs> that's a point in the uh, second one's favor sure our, our our drummer's claim to fame uh the the biggest thing he's ever done is a summer hits of the 90s and 2000s playlist and and that right. sounds like something that um could have could have slid in there there she goes is in in the the first song in the gilmore girls it's it's in the pilot wow. first scene Fun fact. Was it was it also in the soundtrack for Ten Things I Hate About You? I don't know, probably. We we just need a modern Ten Things I Hate About You with the <laughs> the whoever the modern Heath Ledger type actor it's, is. It's gotta be Chalamet. It's gotta <clears throat> be our I th- boy. I think well, I think so, but like he's not quite as like grungy though. Yeah, he's a little he's a little scrawny. <laughs> Jared, what you, what's your take on your tracks? <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, it's so hard because like when we pick our inspirations, I sometimes struggle because I'm like, well, I mean, I mostly was inspired by this, but it doesn't sound like it at all. Yeah. And yeah. I actually don't think I like ended up sounding that much like American football, but it's yeah, encouraging right. to hear you guys say that you think I did because no, uh, <laughs> that's cool. I, I, uh, well, I mean, I, I still think the first one, I mean, definitely sounds influenced by American football, um, but I, I might have liked it a little bit more than it sounded like Jake did. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I support you more than Jake supports you because <laughs> I think you guys have uh, an adverse incentive structure with each other as both songwriters in <laughs> this band. Um, so I just want to, I, I want to make it. But I, I liked your first track, Jared. Man, this are this you siding is... with him? Are you are you taking his side against me? Look, man, I'm I I think when your tracks come around, I'm gonna praise them as well. But that's kind of depending on how well you behave until then. I'll be a good boy. Oh man, this this whole month has been such a advancement. Like I feel like this was the first month where I was just like, Jake, I don't like your 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 track yeah but Which, it was our uh it was our first chance to like you know really let loose really go yeah so we're, we're we're all growing it's so good <laughs> to see guys i can't wait till we're in the studio just like oh, about yeah. coming to blows over like arguing about that track so yeah i mean the first track the uh, it's i think it was really fun, but also somewhat unfortunate that i did some extra production stuff <laughs> that yeah. isn't necessarily you know what we're gonna do if we use it as our track, but I mean, like it's yeah, fun. We can do whatever we want. You know, we don't yeah, care. but the like root of it, like the like core of that, I've been like playing that just like on my acoustic for mm. fun because it's like just 
fun to play and it's like it works really well so yeah it's it's my favorite yeah i think it's my favorite but the other two like it's hard because like the second track was something that has been one of the favorite things i've written for a long time yeah and i like re-recorded it for this and it's still like is cool um and could go in a lot of different directions still the third one I was really imp- surprised how well it turned out too. Yeah. I don't know. And and I think y- you had the feedback that it needs like a third gear like and I 100% agree. But that's what's like in- interesting <laughs> about it cuz when I think about what's been most catchy is I think that like that little start and stop piece like the boom out boom out from the third piece is one of my favorite things you've done just in terms of like it was like a very fun choice and I think it worked really well. But I don't know. I I also I'll say the first one. To me, I do see like a song in there that we can that we can pull out of there without yeah like sounding like just like we're trying to rip off American football. So I totally, if if you guys are are leaning that way, I can be persuaded for sure. I mean, I can also be outvoted. That's also fair. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I I think the third track is is maybe my favorite. I don't know. I I think you did a really good job this month. I think you got a lot of good good stuff that we can go a lot of different directions with oh man we got a conundrum okay so conundrum. on the count of three let's <laughs> let's all vote with our so fingers we'll go like, oh okay we're gonna we're gonna show our fingers in this audio, audio oh, medium <laughs> that doesn't work but how uh, about we okay. all say it over the top of each other in a really annoying way okay okay uh, all, all right. right ready yeah one two three one three. one there we go it's one right. the ones have it <laughs> <laughs> that works. I should have said two. <laughs> we would spend in like, in like I actually a, really uh, thought about saying two. You just like just to introduce the chaos element. It, what is that? The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's very like good, the bad, and the ugly. At that point, I think we would just have to vote until someone gets persuaded. <laughs> it's the only way to uh, do it democratically. Yeah, just bother each other. So I change, no, I changed my vote to two. <laughs> no one wins. <laughs> The ones I have a, just to recap a bit of the month. My week one was an original riff. Week two, I combined that first original riff with a riff that we threw in the trash a couple months ago. And then my third riff is something completely different. So if you're like, hey, I've heard this before. Yeah, you did. You heard it from the previous week. Sorry.
I'm feeling pretty anxious about this decision. <laughs> I so I have my opinion about this week. I think I've got my vote locked in already. I, I think you do. Um, tell tell the class what you think. Yeah. So I like the I like a very specific part of the third track a lot, and then I think that the rest of it can be like worked and like evolved. Mm. But I love that kind of offbeat guitar line that is like the first riff and kind of forms the structure of that song. The, um, I think we should add the lyrics, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why to it. And then For no reason. It's just like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, that like immediately like just grabs me and is like a huge hook. So I think it's an amazing part to like bring into a song. And then I really like the lyrics and I really like how it fits in that same space. I think that we can just kind of build, you know, the cor the chorus or the verse. Sure. Instrumentation parts around that like kind of riff. Um, I think, I mean, it's perfectly like exactly enough to like make me interested in, in, <laughs> in like where we can develop it. So I love it. Um, the first track is I also really like, yeah, I don't, I, but just like slightly less than, than what I'm envisioning for mm. the third track. And then, so we talked about it on the podcast already. The, so I think the biggest problem is I really, really like, and the record will, Defend me on this. I voted that um, your I'm Coming Home tr uh, riff, which was the first part of that, should have been the riff for that week. We shouldn't have thrown it in the trash because it's a great song. And what I love about it is the like ballad, like fading off, kind of ending the album aspect of it. Mm. And 
like I totally get what you're going for with the like uh um LCD sound system like huge uh and you know building like billowing like like bring back the party kind of like <laughs> vibe yeah. but it just doesn't strike the same chord with you. It like just made me like the first part of the song less, which I really, really like the first part. Yeah. And that's the main the main reason why I think I had that reaction. So number three. Number baby, three for you. Let's go. Yeah, Jesse, I don't know if you have any strong feelings. I honestly I'll say for myself, that third track I think turned out better than I anticipated. And uh I I was very happy with where it went as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm in disagreement with either of you. I think I think the third is my favorite. Um, okay, but can we still do like a little <laughs> countdown thing? I kind of like that. I I shouldn't I shouldn't get to go first because I know I'm just so persuasive and like I mean no I don't ever listen. To I you, just can typically. control the entire narrative. I was going with three before we even started. You don't. You don't tell me nothing. Like, I don't listen to you. I should go first every week, and I'm just going to use a random number generator to pick which one, which riff I should get behind. And then just defend Uh, it with your life. And just defend it with my life. (laughs) And then uh, each of you two can say whatever you're going to say, and then I'll vote with my heart at the end. Um, So I'll vote Ralph Nader time while you guys each name would reach which uh ref you prefer see he is the ultimate swing voter yeah third party and everything he has no idea what he wants all right on the count of three okay okay yeah we're doing it we're doing it okay wait 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 sorry hold up three two one three three yay it's three we did it's the it. Gary Johnson of tracks. The consensus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think each week your vote should count depending on however much money you're willing to put into your vote. I got $5. I mean, it kind of is already. It's like how much, how invested right. in this band right. are you? How much and do I care? That's uh, who gets the most vote power. All right, so we got we got some anxiety and we got some uh, well, the track's code name was Daisy. Some daisies and some anxiety. Yeah, we got some pushing Daisy anxiety. Sounds good. <laughs> you know, can't argue with that. Uh, so we'll call it the first another... EP. Yeah, there we go. But hey, we've got like five songs now, right? Like each. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> or is it four? I don't yeah. even remember. Um, it's a lot of tunes. It's something dog. like that. A lot of tunes. It, it, it's a lot of things we've decided on. The it is yet to be seen of those that we're actually going to develop into songs. But hey, it's a we've, good starting we've, point. We've done a couple, but yeah, it's an amazing start point. I I am still so inspired looking back at our like, uh, you know, things that we've we've recorded. Yeah, I mean, between the two of us, forty two. No, wait, that's not right. <laughs> 42 minus uh, times 0.75. You're doing great. Whatever that is. You're, you're uh, doing great. It's <laughs> exactly uh, what it is. Okay, so wait, 15 plus 1. Okay. 
16 times 2, 32. I'm going to say we have 32 individual riffs we've made so far. All right, I'm not going to fact check you, but I will fact check you later. But that's a lot of riffs. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't had this much creative output, like, maybe ever in my entire life, which yeah, maybe not ideal. I wish I had had this much motivation in the past, but... Yeah, it's pretty cool that we're we're putting this much time and effort into uh, just trying to make stuff, just creating mm -hmm. stuff from scratch. Mm -hmm. We're we're making it. We're doing it. We're actually making songs. 